I gotta tell you. Eventually, um, he moved on to these guys called. Was that Green Goblin in the background? <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man. What are you doing here? I'll get you next time, TVs, My Casey. Plans. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start this bit from the top. And welcome to issue number 194 of the Bad Cody Funky Podcast. Wow! Oh, woo! I'm yeah. for the night. I'm back from a wonderful one episode vacation where I just drove and listened to the show on the car. <laughs> uh, you can't Tonight we're going to be howling us. about the Nerd Prom Geek Mecca San Diego Comic Con 2019. San Diego. Before we step into a universe of madness, let's see who's joining us today. We have TV's Casey. Hey, the bad Cody himself, Sergio. Welcome everyone to the best damn podcast in the world. Welcome everyone who's been watching live on twitch.tv slash badcutiefunky. Everyone who's been listening on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on Google Play, on iHeartRadio, everywhere you can listen to a podcast on your mobile devices, at home, on your TV. Everywhere on this entire earth and in the world. Thank everyone who's been tuning in each and every week. Plugging in your sweet, delicious Twitch Primes to keep the show running and going. Keeps the lights on. Keeps us happy. Yeah. Can't wait yeah. to get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. And I'm your host for the evening, Booster. I've never gotten all that business out of the way. Oh, yeah. And that's Rusty over there. You'll hear him. I'm sure. You'll hear him. Uh, now we've gotten all that business out of the way. Gentlemen. What happened this week at Comic-Con? Damn, dude. What didn't happen? What didn't happen? Casey. <laughs> a lot of people didn't show up. <laughs> that much is That's true. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, I yeah, heard that that Game of Thrones panel was weird because they, like, the creators, the showrunners were like, yep, we're not going. <laughs> we don't want to <laughs> answer to that crowd. <laughs> they were expecting death threats and stuff. It was real weird. And That's... even even the, some of the cast members, too, they're like, we're also not coming. There's no way. <laughs> we know. Starbucks coffee cups. That's That would probably be, honestly... That would probably be a hundred questions. Yeah. Like easy. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But Casey, what was the first thing that we wanted to talk about? Uh well, I guess if we're keeping it all in the realm of comic bookery, yeah. which I mean that's the biggest news to come bookery, out of bookery, Comic Con. The Watchmen television show got a new trailer. And uh it looks interesting and i don't really know what to make i of don't it. know how i feel about this show same but like i don't know how to how i feel about this whole like feel in general because the creators were just like right or the showrunners were like right away they're like we're not adapting the comic like straight strictly the comic and it's like well then why are you making watchmen at all like why wouldn't you just make your own ip and just go from there yeah because we want to make a sequel to watch <laughs> because it's got that brand recognition everywhere yeah, yeah they're they're kind of ha, greg you haven't read doomsday clock have you no i'm afraid to to be honest yeah it's uh i hear it's, it's interesting yeah. it's one of those stories that's either going to be good or bad based entirely around how it ends yeah. like the premise is super interesting uh and for those of you playing at home that is a follow-up to watchmen um where it kind of plucks the characters out of 1993 so like 
almost a decade after the events of the alien squid and Adrian Vate's stuff all in New York. Mm. Um, you know, and Vate, everybody, they all run afoul of Batman. The comedian's alive. Dr. Manhattan may have accidentally created the DC universe. Like too many weird things going on. Um, and it really needs to resolve because it's been about two years. Is it not done yet? No, what? It is not. I, I thought it was like done and under the rug, and that's it. We're ready to go. Oh no! The only reason you think it's under the rug is because one hasn't come out in a while. Oh, <laughs> it's but it's to swing this Robin all over again. Yeah, oh, you are so right. But to swing this back around to the relevance, um, this new television show takes place. Got to be at least twenty plus years after the end of Watchmen, either the movie or an adaptation of the comic. It's still unclear which one it is, but you've got an, an old Adrian Vite in hiding. You've got Silk Spectre working as a government agent and Dr. Manhattan may have returned to earth. Whoa. What? The legacy of Rorschach lives on in an army of domestic terrorists. It's madness. I tell I you, it's feel. madness. I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah. How do you think the show's going to do? I think I'm gonna watch the hell out of it. Yeah, I will. I will probably watch it too. But I still yeah. don't know how I feel about it. It just the production quality looks really good. Yeah, I think it's really, really interesting to, to see Hank Azaria in this serious role. He's done serious I, before, though. Yeah, I don't know. I've only ever seen him as kind of a lovable goofball. There was um, there was a show on Showtime that was called Huff, where he played a psychiatrist or psychologist. I can't tell the difference between them. He played a shrink. And um, <laughs> the, first, the first episode was there's this really, like, disturbed kid, and the kid kills himself in his office. And it's him, like, oh, dealing God. with, like, the, the downfall or the, 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 the results of that and, like, really kind of becoming, like, not as clinical as he once was and, like, becoming a person again and things like that. It was kind of crazy. Uh, what's his name was in it? Oliver Platt. He was, like, his yeah. best friend who, like, sn- sniffed a lot of coke, and it was fucking crazy. It was such a good show. Wild. I can't believe like it got canceled. It was so much fun. But yeah, like that was yeah. like a super serious role for him, obviously from the premise. Well, then he can do uh, it. Like I can point rescind that. it. Yeah, no, I I have no doubts. I mean, he's he's really one of my favorite. I mean, he's been one of my favorite actors ever since I was a kid. Yeah. But just really, really cool. Yeah. And who could forget his groundbreaking role in the hit movie? Oh. Godzilla. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, love I, mean, you, I love you can't even have like a straight face for that. You're just like <laughs> drunk so before hard. you even. Yeah, it's great. And got so far. You know what? I really can't keep a straight face about. Yeah. Uh, it's actually Jeremy Irons, and I'm just fucking with the both of you. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, it's come on. Hank Azaria is great, but I mean, if you're gonna get somebody to play a really commanding macabre bad guy, fucking get Scar from The Lion King. Yeah. Get Alfred Pennyworth from Batman. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, uh, Watchmen just, it looks kind of neat. It looks like they're taking the, the universe in an interesting direction. Alan Moore is definitely digging his own grave. Um, yeah. Just knowing the world is profiting off of his idea that <laughs> was never meant to be adapted for anything but a comic book. Alan Moore's like that, though. Yeah, he is. Like, like he said that about V for Vendetta, and I think they did a pretty yeah. good job on V, and he was just like, this is an outrage. Yeah. It's like, they did fine, man. Like, chill. Like, there are some scenes that were better than the comic, but, like, chill. He apparently only approves of one adaptation of his work. Which is what? Swamp Thing? No. It's 
the For the Man Who Has Everything episode of Justice uh, League. Well, mm. sure, you can't really fuck that up. I mean, yeah, you can, but... You just have to have Starro in there. Yeah. That's all you need. No, the Superman Black Mercy. Starro. Oh, yeah, you're right. Come on. I thought Starro was there, too. No, it's Mongol. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Mongol. See, look, you would have already fucked it up. I would have already <laughs> fucked it up. It would have had the same thing, though. It would have been fine. Yeah. Um. In other news, speaking of DC stuff... More DC. More DC stuff. So, um, this is kind of the, the highlight of the DCCW. This is... It's like, I hate to say it, but I'm falling off. I'm falling out of love with all of this stuff pretty quickly. Oh, no, like, it's only been eight that I years, could, like, Greg. I could go around. Like, there are things I could talk myself out of. Like, oh, cool, like a romance with, like, Iris, and she's giving a pep talk. This is just a great interlude for me to play a game on my phone and then come back, and it's superhero <laughs> stuff again. But it's just gotten to the point where I just stopped caring, and I literally, I think yesterday, just finished the latest season of flash which means i still have Arrow, wow which means i still have legends oh boy but if you've listened to the show before you know that i'm really hoping for a crisis like event where they bring in um different actors from different movies to reprise their roles and what they announced at san diego comic-con this year is that brandon routh who yes he is on legends of tomorrow plays ray palmer the atom is going to reprise his role as superman for the crisis event that's going to be happening. But perhaps hey. not the Superman you're thinking of. So here's here's my... So he teased it, and he was like, I'm not going to be wearing like that suit from Superman Returns. And then he like takes he rips off his button off, or he maybe unbuttons it slowly, I don't remember which. And then he reveals the <laughs> Kingdom Come Superman. He does a sexy strip tease before Hall H. Yes. I mean, <laughs> it's Brandon Rapp. Of course he's going to do of that. Of course. He's a goofball. I love him. Um, <laughs> so... This leads me to a number of different theories and a number of different things that I'm really excited for. I'm really hoping this is the Superman from Superman Returns, but it's just so, like, life's just gotten so dark and grizzled and, like, horrible since we've last seen that world that he did seclude himself in Antarctica, that he did have to come back and, like, team up against, like, the hip new, like, pretty much 90s edgy characters. Cable. And stuff. <laughs> A cable. It's basically yeah. Magog is basically just cable. Yeah, he pretty much is, yeah. With with horns. Yeah. Um I'm really hoping that's kind of the case and he's a very different Superman than what we've seen because the Superman from Supergirl is not doing it for me. Not even a little bit. No, huh? No. no. That, that guy? No, nah, dude. No. But isn't he he's no. like the uh save a cat out of the tree kind of Superman, right? But like so that's fine, but I just he's so he just looks so small to me. Like when the atom is a bigger guy than you are, you know you've got <laughs> yeah, something's wrong. Yeah, but then again, one of your favorite runs on Superman of all time is drawn by Ed McGinnis, and he's huge. And he's that's probably the biggest he's Superman huge, has yeah. been. Yeah, but like he doesn't have to be that big. He just has to be like a fairly like like if you want to do realistic proportions, like like I think um, obviously Chris Evans Captain America is like the ideal size. Yeah, that you're gonna want. Not just like build wise, but height wise, and this guy doesn't seem to be anywhere close to that. Although it could just be like the Supergirl agenda making him seem shorter. Are you suggesting they're emasculating Superman for yes, I am 100% for television? Well, I, I would not put it past. That I wouldn't put it past them, and it's also really funny because all I do is rip off old Superman stories and just give it to Supergirl. So it's like, <laughs> come on now, for the but girl now who has, has everything. But now she has whatever pants. happened to the girl of tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised they just didn't make a female Lobo yet and just, like, put Pitter against it. There's one in the comics, his daughter, Crush. 
Oh, that's amazing. Oh, you Crush, got that's, that's a great that's not, that's not converting Lobo to a woman. That's just having a kick-ass character. Oh, she's... Listen, the, the last issue, she just straight up kicked her dad in the dick. He's like, that's he's like what do you do? Like, it's like, I could take on Superman. Bam, right in the dick. He's like, ugh. Straight dick kicking. Oh, man. that to, The the new, like, Young Justice book. Yeah. Quality stuff, man. I haven't... I fell off of it. I couldn't do that first. I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, everything... Everyone seems to have gone back. Oh, dude. Way. They're, they're like, full hog in a in an alternate universe, like, exile-style yeah. reality jumping story. Oh, God. I got Oh, it's... It's so... Back. It's... Yeah. Anybody? Check it out. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, I feel, I feel like Lobo's just that character. Who, yeah. Like definitely gets pushed over by his daughter this crisis show is also bringing back linda carter as wonder yeah. woman that's crazy really wow that's fucking what? nuts yeah that's amazing it's, it's like they're doing it because they can they're like hey guess what we have well, access to well this is this is what i this is what you want when you have like a big crisis event and this is going to be presumably the one that ends arrow presumably mm. or begins that whole process because arrow is done after this next season Oh, wow. That's it. I thought it was so done not... already, or like a while I ago. I think it's one more season, because they just had released a trailer for it. Damn. For the last season. It's the Michael that's Jordan it. of television shows. That's the Just when he... you think he's out. <laughs> this, this, this is the beginning. Goes this to play baseball. It's yeah. what set the tone for this whole, for better or for worse. Like, there, there certainly has had its problems, and certainly in the more recent seasons, but it did a great job with casting, in my opinion. It did a decent job balancing out dark versus comedy. Um, and it does have some really cool filler episodes. So this gonna they're going to be sunsetting that. They're probably going to bring out some new characters. Batwoman. Cough, cough, cough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, who, did, who didn't even guys, show. This is exciting. This is like getting all these different characters from different non-CW DC stuff and putting him here. Like, this is amazing. This is fucking what I want. I'm just hoping that they throw in all the movie stuff in there and they just say, oh yeah, you're all dead. Yeah. A lot of people have, I feel at DC, have kind of taken for granted that as long as they've been owned by Warner Brothers, they've always had all of their characters under one roof. Yeah. You know, Marvel had that bankruptcy stuff in the 90s where all their properties got split up, which is why we've yet to have like a proper crossover with the Avengers and the X-Men. Although we'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> um, DC. I, I just, I, I just, I just want like DC and the CW. Oh my god, the CW just needs like better writers, in my opinion. I mean, sure, there are some some good standard episodes for certain series. I mean, like uh, I think Supergirl had like maybe one or two good episodes. The Flash has had some really good episodes, in my opinion. But for the most part, it's just been ah, okay. This is this is neat. You yeah. know, you get off of work, turn on TV, you like, don't really pay attention to it, but you pay attention when something's happening. Yeah. It's kind of fine, but I want to be, like, immersed into it. I've never been immersed into any one of those shows. The Flash, yeah. kind of, but yeah. I don't know. I, mean, like, like, I, I want better because I really like DC. I just want better. The, you know? I mean, you keep on wanting because I don't think it's going to happen. Anytime. Dude, we're, yeah, we're, pretty much. the shadow of Smallville is cast over everything. Smallville was just, like... I feel like it was such an exception to the rule because every time that they had like that Lana Lang scene, you didn't really care because she was like, <laughs> really good to look at. Yeah, but you like they're never going to end up together. What? Like, who's Chloe? Why would I even root for her when there's a Lois in this show? Right? Why, why would? You yeah, I, I never understood she's just that. Recruiting people for a sex cult. There's that yeah, too. Rush <laughs> um, no, like, like, yeah. They they did a, what Smallville I think did is they had the lovey dovey crap and then. They counteracted it almost immediately with a Lex Luthor and a Lionel Luthor scene, and those yeah. things you could not keep your eye off of. Yeah, that's uh, that Michael Rosenbaum scene. and John Clover, right? 
Yeah. Bro, Mike and Rosenbaum. Michael, Ro- Michael, Michael Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum. Michael Rosenbaum. That dude in real life, I guess, is the exact opposite of Lex Luthor. He's got, like, super ADHD, and he's just off the wall crazy. And, like, I can only imagine, like, the skill it takes for him to just, like, center himself first. That's why he's the animated Flash, dude. Yeah. He's, more like, the, he's more like the Flash than Lex Luthor in real life. Is what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. He was so good as Lex Luthor. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, it was such a compelling performance every time he was on screen in every episode. Yeah. Nuts, dude. Yeah. yeah. They need to bring that in him into it. Imagine, like, yeah. all the are doing all this shit, and, like, they're up against the wall, and they're about to lose, and then Lex Luthor just walks up, like, Michael Rosenbaum. Michael Rosenbaum. <laughs> like, just, like, fixing his, like, fucking, like, power like, suit shirt. And just like, like, what is that called? Like his cuffs, his cufflinks. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, dude, audiences it. would be like, "Holy crap, they're doing it! They're going for it! Let's go!" That would be amazing. I don't think. You're oh man! Up, but that would so, be- so, speaking of amazing things, so yes. at San Diego Comic Con, oh my god, it it it's like, it's like Marvel came through and was like, "All right, okay." Well, at first, Marvel was we like, skipped right, last we're not year. Be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Marvel's like, "All right, we have nothing to show. We're not going to be there. Whatever." And then Marvel's like, all right, we're coming and we're opening, we're unzipping our pants, we're unfurling everything out. Kevin Feige just came in, he was just like, hey, everybody, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, we're Marvel. People were like, Ooh, what, what, what? And holy crap, did Marvel come through with a bunch of different things? They, they, Kevin Feige brought a toy box, two years worth of things, and he was like, here is what we are and and not just the toy box, but he's like the rich kid with the really good toy box that you bro. Really, you just want to borrow one of those toys, because you know <laughs> he's like, I'll, I won't let your poor ass touch my toys, but like you really want to. You really want to you though, really and he's really just like, to. yo, you guys like Black Widow? How about we give her something? You guys like Falcon Winter Soldier? How about that? Ever heard of the Eternals? Okay, how about Shang Chi? <laughs> oh, Asian, rep- Asian representation. Oh, I one was I was so we'll sure fun. you were gonna go. Hey, how about the Eternals? Just crickets. <laughs> Doctor Strange, all right, you guys like that too? Loki like him too? What about some crazy stuff? What if? Okay, how about Thor? You like that too? Hawkeye, all right, let's go. People were like, whoa, holy crap. But, <laughs> and uh, you fr- get a show, and you get a Marvel, and you, and get, you a get a Marvel. Thing, Marvel. And you get a thing. And you get streaming, and you get movies, and you get this. Everybody gets their fantasies and representation. And people were like, holy crap, what in the hell? And DC's like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> DC's like that nerd in the corner. Damn it, damn it. <laughs> it's like, who's ready for? Wonder Woman 1984. DC, DC's in the corner and they're just else. like, Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> Shazam. Mom was like, give me a lunch, buddy nerd. <laughs> All that box office, my bird. Holy crap. Yeah. So, Kevin Feige, one of the things that I'm excited for, Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, this, we're this starting on the back end? Crap. Yeah, man. We're, we're going crazy, dude. Yeah. Why not? Right. Thor, Blood and Thunder, man. I'm I want to be, I want it to be Blood this. and Thunder, but Love and Thunder. Yeah. Holy crap. So Kevin Feige is like, yo, you guys like the way Taika Waititi was doing Thor? Okay, we got Taika Waititi back again, yeah. and he's directing this movie, Love and Thunder, and it's going off of the what run? Jason Aaron, uh, Russell Dowderman, Thor run with Jane Foster as the God of Thunder. So here's what Boom. I don't get about that. So in the comics, Thor works differently than in the movies. Most in of the, the time. Most of the time. It depends what you're, what universe you're in and, you know, depends on who's writing and what reboot we're talking about. Yep. But traditionally speaking, and this is how Thor kind of works, at least to my understanding, for the comics and how Jane can be Thor. Thor is more of a title than an actual... It's like Shazam, kind of. It's like kind of like a title mm. than an actual character. Yeah. In the movies, Thor is just a dude's name. It's not like an entitlement of power. He's he just is Thor. 
He's not a doctor that becomes Thor. He's he Thor the, Odinson. But like, <laughs> he's the loss is a Thor Odinson of Thor and Loki Odinson. <laughs> um, so I'm wondering how of the Asgard Odinsons. This. Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering how they're going to treat this with this rule, especially now too, because Mjolnir is destroyed. Listen, the it says right there on the inscription, "Whosoever holds this hammer." If they be worthy. Oh, you mean that one inscription that was mentioned one time in the how many years of MCU movies that we've had? It's really I only was, in the one. I think it was one. twice, wasn't and it? it, it I, think it was, I think it was mentioned once and it was whispered. They only say, yeah, he whispers it into the hammer. Odin yeah. whispers it into the hammer to make it take effect. And the inscription, never. like, it's ingrained. Like, I love yeah. that scene. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, but, uh, also, Mjolnir's fucking destroyed. Well, yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. There could be another one. It could come together. It Thor, could, <laughs> Mjolnir 2. It could be Mjolnir. reforged. There were pieces. Mm, I don't know about that. Anyway, so we got Jane Foster <laughs> being Thor. And, yeah. and people, oh man, people are people are going crazy because like, yes, let's do it. I'm ready for it. People are just like, wait, what? I know nothing about this. Why is this happening right now? Yeah. I personally think it's a really good move seeing how I Natalie Portman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Natalie Portman is a great actress, yeah. right? Like she's in a lot of movies that I like, and she has she's done some really good stuff with a good script and good direction. And yeah. Taika Waititi, I think, could bring out really good direction. They need to not have Kat Dennings' character, whoever the hell her friend was in the first Thor movie. <laughs> that was that was really their, their their dynamic was really annoying, absolutely really annoying. She cannot come back whatsoever. I do like how Natalie Portman is taking this really really seriously. She uh, when she came out on stage, Taika Waititi handed her. Uh, Mjolnir. He handed her like like a like a Hasbro replica, whatever the fuck. And she was she took it. She was like, "All right, I've got some work to do." And then on her Instagram post, she she said, "All right, here I am uh, up on stage at San Diego Comic Con, taking the mantle of Thor. Remember this photo of the before, because I'm gonna get jacked." I was like, "Yo, what?" She's promising well, to like work out and get like fit and buff and stuff. I was like, damn. Yeah. There's another side to this. Story, How about that, Gal Gadot? Mm. Yeah, right. I got to. I got to tell you. I'm just I... saying because Gal Gadot was like, well, they're. I mean, like, get, granted, they're different people. Yes, they have different agency. Yes, but Gal Gadot is like, I can be this frame and be Wonder Woman. But Natalie Portman's like, no, I'm gonna be Thor. This is the before picture. Remember that she put it on her social media. And she's like, I get it, folks. It's going down. So the other thing with with Jane Foster Thor as well is that she is dying. Of cancer. Of cancer. And does not look great when she's not Thor. So there's going to be some heavy CG going on there. There's going to be some stuff. Have you ever wanted to see what Natalie Portman would look like with Progeria? No. Here you go. Or I wonder if they're going to film everything before she starts the, the, the superhero Hollywood workout. And then do all the. Like, the I think they're just going to Steve Rogers afterwards. it. To be honest, you think so? Yeah, I think, I think the technology is there, man. Yeah, it's it there. Really is. I got to tell you guys, I was actually thinking that they would have two actresses play Thor. Oh, that would. Be oh, cool. you would have Natalie Portman do all the non-superhero-y. Yeah. I'm dying, Jane Foster, artsy parts. Yeah. And then you would have a larger, blonder actress play. <laughs> The female Thor. Well, she like, just turns into she just turns into Ronda Rousey. <laughs> no, God no, no. You I should get Thor like an now. actual good actress, like Charlize Theron or something. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. like that would keep up with the comics because that was a, a thing for a while. Is no one knew who this female Thor was. Yeah, and, and she also looks nothing like Jane Foster. Yeah, so <laughs> like and, she and, unmasks and, and, herself, and, 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 and everyone's like, "Who?" 
Like, I don't know. I don't know who this is. I have no idea yeah. who this person is. And, and also, doesn't the powers of Thor accelerate her cancer or something like that? Uh, so she she's undergoing chemotherapy, like most people who have pretty severe cancer do. When she turns into Thor and then turns back, it sort of like resets her body's state because you know technically you're putting radiation in your body, which is right. normally not good for you. So it just undoes any treatment that the chemo would do. Wow. So she never gets better. But then it also opens up the big plot hole, like, why the fuck wouldn't you be Thor all the time? Yeah. Because you're dying of cancer. Well, wasn't there something where because she's not Asgardian, like, the, the powers of Thor, like, weaken her? Or, or some, something like that. I, I vaguely remember the story. Cause remember, like, Greg showed it to me, like, like like back, like, way back. And he was like, yo, check this out. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And she looks dope. Like, the art looks, she looks dope. looks really cool, yeah. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I don't think they actually ever went over that pothole. And I, I say that because I spoke to Jason Aaron at New York Comic Con, like, the year that it was very hot and coming out. And I'm just mm. like, you know, why wouldn't you just be Thor all the time? She's like... He's like, dude, just suspend your disbelief. Like, and I'm like, okay. Like, He's just like, shut up, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Stop I, so much. That's, I mean, it's, it's a fair answer. And to his credit, I kept reading that book, and the, the stakes just got higher and higher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't see this happening, but uh, but uh, Soul Gator Guy, Adam, uh, in, in Twitch chat, live here on Twitch.tv, just back in Twitch, uh -huh. brings, up, brings up a good point. Uh, her character has a connection with the Falcon in the comic. Yeah, now, they're, they're smooching buddies. Yeah, do you, I don't see that happening, but do you think it'll happen? Because Kevin Feige was saying how a lot of this stuff will be intertwined. Not not everything will be an overarching uh, story like the Infinity Saga. So like like uh, you know uh, Th Th Thor, Love and Thunder won't go into the Eternals. So, so we think yeah. we don't know. But he was saying like certain things will connect. Not everything. This is not the Infinity Saga. So do you think the Falcon will show up as a, as an interest? That would be fucking hilarious if, like, at the end, like, like think of the shawarma, right? Think of think of our nice like end credit scene, and we went through this crazy adventure. There's laughs, there's cries, like there's drama. It was great, and then all of a sudden, you just see Jane on a date and like Thor, like on looking your left. through the window, like being like pining for her. And then who sits down at the table across from her? But okay. fucking Falcon <laughs> with the cap shield and suit. That would be amazing. I think that'd be great, but I don't know. Well. That would be interesting, but I think it would be kind of out of nowhere, too. Because, like, we haven't seen anything involving Falcon except for him being a superhero or him palling around with Steve. Very true. That's true. So, yeah, where's we need yeah, more Falcon working at the VA hospital, man. Yeah. Yeah. Those people got great, it rough. Dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Real absolutely. rough. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, uh, well, not really speaking of rough. Next one. Um, Hit the next one. <laughs> so they speak. Well, yeah, it is kind of rough because uh, some people want this, some people don't, and yeah. I, I, I personally don't care. Black Widow. I don't care. I really don't give a shit. This, this might. Oh, be you guys! I, think, I don't see in theaters. Oh unless, boy! Unless the trailer blows me away, mm -hmm. I might skip this one in theaters. I'm already blown away just by virtue of the characters they're including in this film. But, like, it's Black and, and, Widow. And, and especially that, so Kevin Feige was saying it's set uh, after Civil War and before, and so she's on the run and stuff like that. Like, after Civil War, before the, uh, before Infinity War. Um, so it's her and there's it's another. It's pre-blonde. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty blonde. So so it's black. You have Black Widow, and you have another agent who's a part of the school of Black Widow, where she got her you know red red letter. Um, yeah, but we and we, we just saw uh, also that in she a better movie called John Wick Three. So <laughs> very true, very true. Beat and uh, surprise, surprise, Taskmaster is going to be in mother there. Appar- fucking Taskmaster. And apparently they they showed a scene where uh, where you know like she and the other Widow were going at it, and Taskmaster showed up at uh, in in the scene in, in the San Diego Comic Con, and people were saying, "Holy crap, Taskmaster!" Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like what the hell Taskmaster's cool as hell he's one of my favorite villains of all time dude supposedly they said in the scene they were showing like his ability to mimic the fighting style so the fight so they show the fighting style between Black Widow and the other uh, the other Widow who is uh, I forget the actress's yep. name but they're part of the same school yeah, the, where Black the Widow character got, got her the Yelena Belova the second Black Widow that so they were showing how their fighting style was similar when they were in their bout Right, and then when later on, when Taskmaster showed up, he was copying their abilities and was able to fight on par with her because Taskmaster can like mimic your fighting style. So, so Casey, you're interested in Black Widow? Oh, big time! I love the I love the super soldier aspect of both the MCU and the comics. Um, it's something that I've just put tons of research into just for my own leisure. Um, and they so you know the Red Room where Black Widow is from is kind of like the Russian equivalent. You know, it's where you get Bucky and and all that stuff. But this movie is also including David Harbour as Red Guardian. David Harbour, dude. He's so down for it. Oh, man. Jessica Trobot, God bless her. She, I I don't know if she made up this question, but uh, she asked uh, David Harbour, okay, well, uh, now that you're in the MCU, are you excited to, like, expand your universe of fans into the Marvel Universe. And David Harbour goes, what What kind of question? Who makes up these questions? That is a <laughs> stupid question. Of course I am. And everyone just started roaring. <laughs> yeah. That dude is a huge ham. I love him. Yeah. Dude, he's so excited to be to be in this, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. the Red Guardian isn't even that cool of a character, but I just love the... I love the... Like, you... It doesn't matter. You just bring a cool actor into the role and... You just see what happens. Like yeah, that's the only yeah. reason Eternals is gonna work. Yeah, I think I think I mean we'll get to it when we talk about Eternals. But yeah, I have yeah. thoughts on that. Yeah, but I'm very <laughs> excited about this Black Widow movie. I love how Taskmaster looks in the you know Andy Park artwork mm-hmm. um, that already got released. It, and I, I think it says something about the main character where you have to bring in these other characters to get someone excited about their own movie. Man, you really yeah. hate Black Widow. This, this so, is so her so first so, so single movie title. Like, this is going to yeah. be it, right? And mm-hmm. they're bringing in all these other characters to get you excited about it. That's not... I don't know, man. And I'm, Don't get me wrong. I want to be wrong about this. I want to, like, go into that movie. I want to watch a trailer and be like, all right, I'll go see the movie. Go to the movies, not on Cheapo Tuesdays, not at the local shit old theater, but, like, a proper viewing and be like, man, I was wrong. I am so sorry, Marvel. But I, right now, I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. But prove me wrong, Marvel. Prove me wrong. The world's not ready for a Black Widow movie. <laughs> Booster uh, Greg, 2019. It's just they didn't do enough with the character in the other movies to make me want to watch this. To be honest, um, and, and I'm with you there too because uh, like Scarlett Johansson does good in certain roles and stuff in junk, but she's ah, man, she so sometimes she's really lifeless. Yeah, and people are like, "Oh, she's so great! I can't wait for this." And I'm just like, "I don't know." Also, we've already kind of seen Black Widow's arc. We've seen her like, uh, we've seen her mature. We've seen her just go from being this like whatever agent to an integral part of the Avengers. You know, like 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 she's a go to. She she you see her on the battlefield. You know she's down for the fight. You know she's going to handle business. Yeah, and also at the same time, 
since this story is going to go back to a time where we've already visited, you know, like after Civil War, I mean, it's a side story in the past that we don't really need. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, like bagging on anyone who is excited for this, who wants to no, see yeah, it. Yeah. Like, God bless you. People yeah. were like, I want my Widow movie, but like, this is it. It's something, I mean, like, why, like, why should I care about this? So I'm going to watch it. And then what's going to happen is nothing's going to be affected as opposed to something like, like Thor. We don't know where that's going to go. Like Love and Thunder. Welcome um, to Marvel's to making else. a prequel movie where it's... the stories are made up and the consequences don't and the matter. Consequences don't, don't matter. I mean, I'm excited <laughs> to see Taskmaster, but yeah, I'm with you, Greg. Like, I, I, well, I don't really care about it. Other people are. And when I ask them, like, why are you excited? Because I'm getting a Widow movie. Yeah. Okay, but like, what about that excites you? It's Black Widow. I'm like, uh, in my opinion, she wasn't that great. <laughs> like, I mean, when, I mean, when she went, it's spoilers, when she died, spoilers, I don't know why I'm seeing spoilers. spoilers. Uh, I was like, months, all right, great. It. You, you or Hawkeye could die. I don't care. Let's move this along. Great. She's dead. All right, cool. <laughs> but it's, Whatever. it's like, like this movie also, like it's, this is fucking just Disney. They did the same thing with the Han Solo movie. It's released in the wrong order. You fucking released the Solo movie before this is she a, dies. This is a Marvel Solo movie. <laughs> I think this is going to be Marvel Solo. But like Oof. they did the same thing, right? Han Solo died. And then they released the Solo movie. It's like, I he's dead. I don't care anymore. Like, I'm over it. I'm still getting over it. A little no, bit, see, the, it. you're not understanding how it works. They see hashtag Han Solo is trending. After Force Awakens, and they're like, "Oh, people are really into Han Solo lately." I'm not going to investigate <laughs> any possible reason why. <laughs> it's just like that. It just seems like such a simple formula. You have you. It's like TV has been doing it forever. You have you get to really love the character, and you go, "Oh God, they're gonna kill him, aren't they?" And yep. they kill him, and then you're like, "Now nah, I am more invested in this character, and I hate you for killing him now." But good job. This is how emotions work. This is how it goes. They're just doing it and like, she's dead. Who cares? Who gives a shit? The best case scenario is something with Taskmaster happens out of this. What do you think is going to happen with Taskmaster? He's going to kick some fucking ass. <laughs> it's probably it's the, what, what they're probably going to do. It's going to be revealed that he's not a he. It's going to be a she. I'm calling it right now. Oh, oh, oh. P- p- people were speculating that it's going to be, uh, what's her name? From the mummy. The, oh, the, the other woman. Yeah, Rachel Vice. because, okay, there was a reporter, I forget from which outlet, was just like, I'm going to ask you if you're, if you're Taskmaster and you're not going to tell me if you are, but you not saying no doesn't mean, okay, are you Taskmaster? And she's just like, she, she's just like, you know, it's an interesting character. He's like, that's not a no! <laughs> that's not a no! That's not a no, because he asked, like, you know, yeah. he asked, obviously, Scarlett Johansson, he's like, you're not, you're not taskmaster obviously and she's like no that's ridiculous so when he asked her why see like she she was just like oh that's an interesting character you know well, just, you know like i would you know blah 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 stop it no it's gonna be taskmaster by doing that they're taking away the best part of taskmaster and that's his voice We're oh yeah, yeah. Just, just like cap just like yeah steve Blum, <laughs> right it's so yeah. good that's like yeah. that's what makes the character the character and i think that's what like his powers are cool don't get me wrong but mm-hmm. I think with something as simple as he can just mimic other like fighting styles and like all of that, it's who is underneath the hood that matters. Well, we'll find out in 2020. We'll find out when oh. it's actually Brendan Fraser all along. <laughs> yeah, you yes, fucking I wish. Mean, dude, that'd be amazing. Just remember reading you. That would be amazing. Dude, uh, in chat says uh, Task Match is going to be a scroll. Come on. Not everybody's a scroll. Everyone's a scroll. No. People were saying that. Um, if um, what's his name, the chameleon shows up in Spider-Man, that he might be a scroll. I don't like that. Hmm. I mean, it would make kind of. It's kind of an easy out. It's an but... easy out, but that's I was hearing that. 
Um, anyways, a bit another big announcement that came out of San Diego, San Diego Comic Con, and something that undoes quite a bit of your viewing history. Undoes. Mm-hmm. Mahershala is now officially a part of the MCU. But wait, Greg, I thought he was already a part of the MCU. Well, there, true believer. I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> the Netflix shows don't matter. <laughs> it was announced at San Diego, Diego Comic Con this year that Mahershala Ali, and I'm very proud of myself for saying that name correctly twice in a row. Yeah. Oh, dude, I don't know how many outlets I watched, and they were like, Mahama, Mahama, I'm not going to watch here. I'll tell you that. Much. Yeah. Uh, is going to be the new Blade. The Daywalker. Daywalker. Daywalker, dude. I can't wait. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. Always this guy... some Academy Award winning actors trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two time Academy Award winner. So, so Kevin Feige says, as the story goes, uh, Mahershala Ali called him up and was like, yo, I want to be Blade. I'm passionate about Blade. Let me be Blade. And Kevin Feige was like, hmm, yeah, okay. Two-time Academy Award winner yeah. Mahershala Ali, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they did. It was the, at the very end of the Marvel panel. Uh, 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 Kevin Feige had everyone up on stage for a photo op, and he was like, oh, there's one more thing uh, I didn't really announce. I called up Mahershala Ali. He put on a hat. The room went dark, and then boom, the logo for Blade. All the sprinklers went off. Blood started raining down. <laughs> and like the techno music came up. wacky trance music Oh man, that'd have been great. Yeah, but oh, holy so, crap! I, I mean, I got mixed like, emotions wow. about this because really, I was, I love Blade. Mm-hmm. Well, Blade one and two. I I appreciate Deadpool being in Blade Trinity, but it wasn't that great of a movie. As Hannibal um, King, I liked Wesley Snipes as Blade, and I could know I can understand why they didn't pursue that again because there was rumors at one point that he was going to resume his role. Yeah. Um. What about sticky fingers? But like, it's just yeah. Don't want to talk. We're not going to talk about that. What was that? <laughs> no Spike? TV blade. Was that Spike? Yeah, that Spike's blade. Yeah. Um, but there was something. Even though the Netflix MCU had its problems, they did a lot of stuff right. And yeah. the fact that it almost feels like they're playing with us at this point, where they're like, "Oh yeah, this counts. This this kind of counts." And they go, "We never said this counts. We never said this is going to be." A None thing. of it counts. And then they, it's pretty much kind of the same thing with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but not really. So yeah. it's like the whole reason why you really, like at least for me, why I really love the MCU is because it spanned more than just the movies. Where I can get mm-hmm. my fix weekly, even though the fix wasn't that great. It still was building upon this greater story. And they're just like, nah, don't worry about it. Now, with something like Iron Fist, I'm okay with that. Even though they were getting better with the character of Danny Rand. All they had to do was the fucking tournament, man. You're right. You're absolutely. It would have right. been fine. Yeah. The seven capital cities Maybe of heaven. It would have been fine. But for something like the Punisher, which people really liked, Daredevil, people really liked, and even mm. like the first season of Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, yeah, like those were those were great. They don't count anymore. They don't matter. At least as far as we know, and I think that having Mahershala Ali being Blade solidifies that for sure. Now, Ruto in chat saying we can have both because multiverse. Yeah, I don't know. I don't well, care. Well, multiverse enough. is not confirmed in MCU yet. We have a title for a movie, but that's it. Yeah. As mm. far as we know right now in the MCU, a multiverse was a lie developed by a Stark employee. 
It was a lie. <laughs> and and funny thing enough, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to all that yeah, yeah. later. Since like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Mahershala Ali, uh, I, I didn't even I didn't even think of this. And Kevin Feige even said it himself up on uh, up on the stage at San Diego Comic Con. He was like, "Here's something that wasn't even rumored." Yeah. Because he was just like, he's like, I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, I didn't even know until his phone call. I actually found Ali. some interesting trivia about other MCU attempts at getting Blade back. Because hmm. ever since Snipes got out of prison, he's wanted to do this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Wesley Snipes actually, uh, he put out a statement he saying he so welcomes funny. Mahershala Ali. Oh, yeah. Because cause, cause people were like, yo, what's up, man? Yeah, what, like, what about you? Like, you know, does, and, and, and reporters even... Yeah, and reporters even asked uh, Kevin Feige at San Diego Comic Con, and he was saying we wouldn't have this if it wasn't for Wesley Snipes. Like he's he's a great I, guy and stuff, I and don't he know and he okay. Believe and, that. And I mean, I mean, I Wesley Snipes has no that. choice. He has no choice but to give it to right. Mahershala right. Ali to to concede. Be like, all right, man. So he's something like along the lines of like Daywalkers. I know you're all passionate about this thing as I am. I mean, like I was the guy, but hey, man, Mahershala Ali is the guy to do it. He's very like talented. He called him beautiful as well. He's like, beautiful and talented Mahershala Ali. I, I he's like, like, let's get it. All I can do, like when I was reading that statement, I could just hear like. Like sarcasm and snide like you son remarks. of a bitch. There's like, <laughs> like undertone of just like I'm gonna cut yeah. you. I am going to make it seem like you evaded your taxes. Then you. Do you think it's just? Do you think it's just like a like a cultivated PR thing where Marvel's just like, listen, Wesley, if we don't get like your thumbs up yeah. on this, they're probably people like, aren't gonna appreciate. They're probably it. like, here's a mill, here's a cool mill. Just say yeah. you, say you're okay with it, and he's probably yeah. like, all right, I'm not gonna report this to the government. But, right. I mean, I, I want to put it past. So I someone was saying, "What if Wesley Snipes was uh, Whistler?" Yeah, mm. I say just leave him out of it. Maybe, maybe as like a a, a walk on or something like that, or like a cameo. I, I, yeah. I there's only one thing I want out of this Blade movie. Actually, maybe two. Yeah. So one, give him a British accent. What? Yeah, Blade's from London, dude. Is he? Wait, what? Yeah, in the movies no they idea. made him from like Detroit. But I like him better as like not that though. Oh yeah. man, I want him like that's why I always wanted Idris Elba as Blade. Ooh, I know everybody says oh Blade. Idris Elba should just be any like literally cool everyone. black character, but because he could be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could, no, he totally could be. But because, I'm like, like he has the looks and he and the acting yeah. chops, yeah, but I, both. But me, I'm like Blade is black and British. Like he's already there. He's there like, yeah. I had no idea he was British. Yeah, that's dude. Crazy. Um, at least I listen. I always read him with a British accent. I never uh, did. Like the the animated se- like Spider Man the animated series. I don't think they give him one. And yeah, but mm. I, listen, it's uh, I I do want another like vampire like club scene because that that club scene from Blade is like the quintessential you know like just just like the the raining blood and stuff like that. They actually did that after New York Comic Con one year where they had like a vampire That's like awesome. rave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they loaded up like the uh, like the sprinkler system, with, or they did something where they they rained down like fake blood. Can you imagine yeah. if they just shot for shot remade the intro? <laughs> and instead of having Wesley Snipes, it's just Mark. Wesley Snipes, like you motherfucker. <laughs> we got back Tracy Lords, you guys. <laughs> they literally oh get everyone God. from the other Blade movie except for Wesley Snipes. Oh my God. <laughs> no. I wouldn't be mad if they recreated like certain scenes, like where he gets into uh, like like he has that 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 blade that spins around the camera just like yeah. quickly. Whips around, all the glaze, yeah, like in a circle, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he catches it. I was like, I wouldn't mind that. Would not be mad at that. But yeah, Mahershala Ali, like I'm looking at a, a, a mock up image from the infamous Boss Logic. 
Um, and it, damn man, it looks pretty good. It's like some of the some of the fan art, I'm like, yeah. yo, Mahershala Ali, I'm really Dude, seeing it. He's now. got the Boss logic. And he's really did it. Definitely nice. got the voice. Like, there's yeah. nothing yeah. wrong with his casting at all. And he's he's got the chops. Like, he can play, and he definitely plays character for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just gonna. Oh, be, the second thing I yeah, wanted. Sorry, guy. I want Marvel's version of Dracula. Do we though? Oh, in the three piece suit. Do we though? Are you kidding me? Oh man, I don't know if I Craig's not buying it. Marvel, Marvel Dracula is like is like peak Dracula in in that. any kind of fiction. He's a suave motherfucker. He's powerful as hell. Look, it's enough for Doctor Doom to like go back in time and get pieces of Jesus's cross to put into his armor I just, just in case he I ran just into had Dracula. This weird vibe when like other existing fictional characters show up in my comic books that like it's not like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen they get that's the whole like basis of it but like yeah. when Dracula shows up next to Cyclops I'm just like you don't belong here this like, is what weird. are you doing here <laughs> one of these things is not like the other and this is not right it's just like this... he has like a filter permanently on him <laughs> this is madness. What is this? A multiverse of madness. Is he so composited? Yeah. And our next topic, Doctor Strange on the multiverse of madness. Oh, this is this is my favorite out of the Dude, whole Dude, what an amazing title, yeah. first off. Like I love I liked Doctor Strange. Um I thought it was really funky, really cool. Yeah. I really liked how um Kevin Foggy was saying this is really going to go into horror. It's gonna be the MCU's first real romp into horror, and Elizabeth Olsen is going to be joining as Scarlet Witch yes um in that movie and it's and it's going to tie into WandaVision like what it's it's insane yeah Yeah. so the speculation uh that something's going to happen in in WandaVision which is the uh Disney plus show um with Wanda uh, and Vision in case you weren't clear yeah, where where Wanda Maximoff, uh, something happens with her, and she creates this reality. This is all speculation. She creates a reality in which she oh and Vision are in this like old school nineteen fifties oh kind of. Do, 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 kind of. Yeah, kind of. Listen, when be... you got a gal with chaos magic mutant powers, you do whatever when you, you want. got. A gal that is exactly. just defined in this movie universe as weird. Then yeah, just weird. Goes. He's fast yeah. and she's weird. That's all. We <laughs> He's fast and she's. I'll weird. take it. But yeah, the uh, the multiverse of madness. Like I, I can't wait for horror. Doctor Strange. I mean, I mean, if you look at like uh, you know, his the multitude of villains. Doctor Strange. They're so funky and weird, and some of them are like these nightmare creatures, dude. Like there's straight, like, one literally like, called Nightmare. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like there's one called Nightmare. Uh, Shimagorath. Like all oh these like God. crazy looking like Cthulhu looking monsters. Like Lovecraftian horrors. Yeah. Like what would you guys think about this announcement? I'm so ready. I'm, this is I'm I'm more and I after what if. This is my most anticipated I, I of the mean, lineup. I'm going to be excited about this no matter what. It could have just been like Doctor Strange bakes the hits, and I would have watched it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, but like the fact that it's going to have like a horror feel, I'm excited about the yeah. fact that you know it's Doctor Strange, and hopefully we'll be getting maybe seeing some dead characters. What I really want to see, I really just want to see Quicksilver come back. Is what I really yeah. want, especially now that like the Days of Future Past crap is over and done with and behind us. Like, I just want to see, what was his name, Aaron Johnson? Yeah, bring Aaron, back Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson, come back as Quicksilver. He was great. He was wonderful. Yeah. Maybe he'll have his accent. Maybe she'll get her accent back. Maybe we he'll see know. it coming this time. <laughs> we don't know. But uh, like that's what I want to see that. Obviously, this movie's going to have something to do with bringing Vision back in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. So. 
We love Paul Bettany. Yeah, who doesn't? He was in yeah. a Star Wars. Not a great one, but he was in he was one. In one. He was in. He was, um, he was good for what he was given in that role. He, yeah, he was in a Tom Hanks yeah. movie. What was that one? Da Vinci Code. He was in Da Vinci Code. Oh yeah, yeah he was mm-hmm. a bad guy. That's right. And it's not too because uh, I, I believe WandaVision is going to happen before the Multiverse of Madness because it says spring 2021 uh, for WandaVision and the Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange, is uh, May. She's probably going to do something it's like she just tears that. open a dimensional rift or she pushes reality a little too hard. That's and you got to bring in the doctor for some surgery. Really close, yeah. Though. Because it was really odd, like, uh, at the panel, like, when they were introducing Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany, they were playing this, like, 1950s music. It's like, do 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 And then, uh, but we have uh, uh, the grown-up uh, Rambo in, in WandaVision as yes. well. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yes. That's really interesting. How did she come into all this? Next wave. I don't know, but they finally got the best Captain Marvel on screen, and I'm ready for it. Oh, man. All they need now <laughs> is Alan Tudyk as Machine Man. Yeah, and this is how they really get you because some of the stuff is on Disney Plus and some of it is in theaters, yep. and they're like they're going to intertwine. So you gotta ha- you gotta do you both. Gotta get both. Like, damn it! I mean, the- who? But who is in their right mind is not going to get Disney Plus when it's out? It's so cheap. Seriously. Yeah. Okay, we're it's not so cheap. sponsored by Disney Plus, but you, everyone's gonna be fucking. It's a it. steal. Oh, it's yeah. so, so cheap. cheap. They're gonna have all kinds of brand new original content yep. and the Disney classics. Yeah. What more yeah. could you want? What more yeah. could you want? <laughs> but yeah, it's Doctor Strange multiverse. Like it's it's going to be so. I, I can't wait for that. Like because it's so trippy and so weird. Love yeah. it. Yeah, just how they did the dark dimension and the mirror dimension in the first movie. Like mm-hmm. I'm completely ready. Do is is Derrickson gonna direct it again? Do we know? I didn't hear anything about directing or anything like that. Okay, it's probably too too early to call. But but, but to be yeah. fair, like with all these announcements, I just like a some like naming a director would just go by me. Unless it was yeah, like I feel like a lot of these are going to be some new blood. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole yeah. point of this, like, whole phase four is just new blood, essentially. Or, yeah. Like, that's because that's why there's not going to be an Avengers movie at the end of all this. It's all about beginnings is what they're saying. Yeah, it's weird. It's not building to anything per se. Not yet. Give it time. Yeah. And, and and that that I, I don't mind. It doesn't need to be like like the Infinity Saga. Right. Again, it doesn't need to all intertwine. I mean, that was just a crazy undertaking. So I don't mind that too much. Yeah, uh, but it paid guys... off. They beat James yeah. Cameron this week. Yeah, They did. Yeah, they, they finally really did. did it, the bastards. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Oh, they're bringing back Baron Zemo. Yeah. With yeah. They're kicking off. It's going to be Thunderbolts. I, oh, man. I, oh, I hope man. So. I hope so. Thunderbolts, Explain. for those of you playing at home, is... The Suicide Squad when, of Marvel, but yeah, way cooler. Pretty, pr- but better. But better. When the Avengers and X-Men were thought dead after fighting Onslaught, uh, the Masters of Evil, who are normally just a group of sort of B-level Avengers bad guys, they're like, well, let's fill the void. You know, there's no superheroes left. Let's become heroes. And then, when we have, when the world willingly hands over power to us like they do their champions, will take over the world. The only problem is, turns out, when you're beloved by the public, it's a very addicting feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so, so everybody but Baron Zemo and like the Fixer are like, uh, yeah, how about we just, I don't know, do this like forever and not become bad guys again? <laughs> It's so good, and they're not they're like they have like new identities and stuff like that too, so people don't know that who they were. And yeah. I think um, uh, he, the old Power Man yeah. becomes Atlas, Screaming Mimi becomes Songbird, yeah. the old Beetle becomes Mach Five. 
Who does or um, Mach One? Zemo is Citizen V. Is that right? So, yeah, he's Citizen V. There's a whole like Golden Age lore to that. Like he stole the mantle of someone his father killed. Like yeah. it's layers on layers. It's but so that cool. was Kurt Busiek and Mark Bagley. Yeah, back in the day, quality comics. But like, imagine that kind of stuff in this universe that they've built so far. They could do any. They could so do anything now. Really I, I would. Having that in Falcon and Winter Soldier would make me lose my mind. I, I mean, so Zemo on his own is a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, but him doing the Thunderbolts I, I, as a response to the Avengers I want maybe them to disbanding. Hold off on Thunderbolts until Phase Five time. Yeah. Because when you could give it its own movie. Don't even give it. I don't even care about that. I just want Norman Osborn to show up <laughs> at some point. Oh, to run it. I want him to run it. <laughs> I want to see live action Norman Osborn taking a fistful of pills to make sure he doesn't turn into Green Goblin. So and then do it anyway. the facade of being the new Tony Stark. Because oh. it would have been perfect for a phase four, but I'll settle for a phase five. Yeah. Dude, I will, I need them to do a really good Green Goblin yeah. in, in this Marvel Universe. I don't even like, know who like, I would cast. They got big shoes to fill. They, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. They they really do, but they need like especially playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance. It's just I, I love I love the old school like cartoony thing they did where like they look like their comic book got uh uh like um look, look, look how they look at the comic books, but like the voice actors are like Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. All the love... all the X Men sound like they walked right out of the nineties. Yeah, like dude, Beast. Like, I, I was so so delighted with uh, with with the Green Goblin, like because like, I, I I love in watching the nineties Spider Man cartoon, and whenever a villain would see Spider Man, like they're they're doing some like like dastardly deed, <laughs> robbing a bank, whatever or not, and here comes Spider Man sweeping in, and it's like, whoa, what are you doing, Goblin? And they're all like Spider Man. <laughs> <Spider-Man. laughs> I love Spider-Man. that. I love I love that. It's something about this. Spider-Man, what are you doing here? So like, yes, yes. I then he hits him with a flying kick. Yeah, yeah, I need that in the MCU so bad. Oh my god! So the Falcon and Winter Soldier, you got Bucky and uh, yeah. you know, and uh, yeah, Anthony yeah. Mackie was like, oh yeah, you know, I tried on the new suit and did a fitting, and then like off camera, I, I think Kevin Feige looked at him and he's like, oh, but well, I mean, I didn't. I mean, what suit? No suit. What I'm you, naked. What, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You talking about? Like, there's please, no bright red light, like energy looking wings. <laughs> I meant the Falcon. <laughs> Nothing suit, super clearly. cool. Yeah, because the next lot of question was going to ask about it. He was like, "Oh, don't ask me. I, I didn't do it." They really if anyway. They, if they just give him the the Captain America Falcon outfit straight out of the comics, which it's already detailed enough where you could adapt it straight to screen, and people would be like, "This looks fucking metal, dude." It's crazy. I'd lose it. Yeah, that yeah. that Remender um, Stuart Eminem outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, dude! I have no doubt that someone's going to like show up at like like New York Comic Con with that on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that'll be like the big reveal. Like, imagine like he just like literally flies down. <laughs> he swoops in. Be great. I mean, he's got Disney money; it can be done. Hell be yeah, done. dude! Absolutely. So, so, speaking of big money, holy yeah. crap! The cast for the Eternals, holy crap! Yeah, it's the only thing selling it. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Now, for those unfamiliar with the Eternals, what is the Eternals? Jack Kirby and an absolute king of kings in the comic book world has created all kinds of different pantheons in the course of his career. Most famously, probably the best, the new gods being made into an Ava DuVernay film, uh, coming soonish. He did his own take on the Norse gods for Marvel comics. He made the inhumans who are basically gods who live on the moon. And then there are the eternals who are a bunch of immortal guys and like a, progenitor species to mutants maybe uh here's the thing none of them really matter yeah 
They're, <laughs> what? The only Eternals Wait, that matter, matter. Why would they make a movie about it? Because they're probably because for they the next can. Ends of the galaxy. So, so, so we've got we've got Angelina Jolie. We've got Selma Hayek. Jesus Christ, Selma but, Hayek. My God. They're trying yeah. to build out the uh, Marvel space. Is what they're trying to do, right? With mm. that, and it's pretty obvious. And like, there aren't a lot of space characters that are tied that are not that haven't up, already been that, used in that Guardians. are not in fox i'll say it that way yeah. right like when, you, yeah. when you're thinking space you're thinking at least i'm thinking like solar surfer galactus guardians yeah. have already been used there are a few like you could like get moon dragon you could squeeze a couple of people out of True the ether rebuild. oh please oh i oh man if he's in love and thunder oh i'm gonna God. lose it that's what people people want Beta Ray Bill in Love and Thunder. His hammer's already in the movies. Just have the man it himself. It is. And his likeness, too. Only if yeah. Jermaine Clement does the voice. Imagine how Ooh. hilarious that would be. That'd be, that'd be a that'd good be get. Yeah. That'd be a really good get. But yeah, Casey, I love how, like, because uh, a lot of people are, are who are buzzing online who, like, don't know Eternals, like, people didn't know Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah. And uh, who are really excited because this cast is a crazy get. And you're like, none of this matters. The, no, the cast, the, look, the, the MCU can turn. Can turn anything into gold i'm yeah. fully i'm fully convinced of that by now mm. um so i'm sure that this movie will be fine the only issue is that like at least going in you'd think there'd be one character you could care about and mm. the only eternal i've ever liked was maybe cersei uh she was on the avengers for a while in the 90s and she was like black knight's love interest and i would love to see Black Knight in an Avengers movie. But, I mean, you know, Makari is just the speedster of the gods. You know, Icarus is just Superman. Ajax is another Superman. It, it's like, okay, Yeah, that's uh, isn't that, uh, that that's Sima Hayek's character, Ajax, right? Like, the leader? Yeah, well, Ajax is supposed to be a man in the comics, so it's like, yeah. what? But, oh. listen, they're, they're going hog wild, and honestly, I don't think anybody is truly a big enough Eternals fan where they'll really care. Mm-hmm. If anything, they'll... They'll take maybe some influence from the one time Neil Gaiman yeah. wrote them, uh, flip a couple of things on its head, and just do their own story. I honestly think that the real reason they're doing this is because they fucked up on the Inhumans, oh, and there wow, are actually so? like a couple of cool Inhuman characters. It, it's also possible that this movie never comes. No, out it it has to happen. Yeah, but you don't get Angelina Jolie and not use her. Damn, you're not wrong. So you're not wrong, damn. Um, yeah, w- was it uh, Secrets of Sire, Mike Dolce, friend of the podcast? I think it was his like Facebook that was just like, all right, what are you yeah. most excited for for Marvel Phase 4? And if you say Eternals, you're lying. He's right. <laughs> I, I'm not looking forward to this at all. I'm sure that they will take it in an so direction. But like my enthusiasm, like yeah. it's the lowest yeah. of low bars. One thing people are buzzing about, they're really excited about, uh, who I know yes. about this, but Shang-Chi and the Legend oh, of the Ten Rings, dude. I, I love how the lead actor has been yeah. wanting to play this role for the longest time, dude. He, he's, he's an Asian-Canadian. Yeah. Uh, um, his his family immigrated, uh, I believe, from China, and he's just like he's always wanted to to act and stuff like that. And he was just like, oh, yeah. "Well, mom and dad, good thing I'm not a doctor." <laughs> and uh, and like he added Marvel like like a year ago, you know, talking about uh, Shang Chi. They got back to him. He was uh, he was cast on. It's like Solomon Grundy cast on a Sunday, uh, tested on Tuesday in Comic Con like that, like Friday Saturday, and he's like. 
Yeah, he's like, now I'm here on uh, on stage. What's up, everybody? It's like, holy crap. And then also, big news that the Mandarin's going to be actually played by an Asian dude. It's not going to be this caricature. And Kevin Feige <laughs> he's not Guy Pierce. <laughs> yeah, he's not. God, I fucking hated yeah. that shit. I hated that shit. And fuck everybody who actually yeah. liked that shit. I don't give a fuck. Like, like it's so it's so annoying to see these people out here. Oh, it's actually a really good take. Oh, okay, you probably also like the Transformers movies. No. Um, the Trevor Slattery bit of the Mandarin being fake yeah. is a good bit. So no, like, it's, not, it's the worst fucking thing. Well, where he's like, oh, where, you, you mean the part where yeah, all so behind my name is Trevor? No, like, that was no a good I bit? mean, just the fact that the Mandarin has like a body double or like an impersonator so that, you know, yeah. he's living in the shadows. And now they're that, making him that into- makes sense for what they're doing now because Kevin Feige was saying yeah. this is the actual the Mandarin time. and he's yeah, not and happy he's, with and he's more how than he's just being the portrayed. Mandarin now he's Fu Manchu. I don't know if they're gonna go that route because reasons. <laughs> well, yeah, no, but I'm well the yeah. char- I'm saying the character is Fu Manchu. Okay, Shang Chi originates from probably the the coolest title for a comic book ever, Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. That sounds bad. That was a monthly comic that you could buy from like the 70s through the 80s. All right. Shang-Chi's father is Fu Manchu, Chinese criminal mastermind of the underworld. And the whole book was him basically fighting against his father's organization, taking on hitmen, like everything, you name it. Shang-Chi has punched the shit out of it. Okay. To combine the elements of the Fu Manchu character with the Mandarin, who's a tradition, also a traditionally Chinese character, but now with added superpowers, tying it into this whole Ten Rings thing that is really the oldest evil organization that we know about yeah. since Iron Man. You Which know, is it's incredible. The, it's the first like, one they ever talked about. Yeah. And, and then the Marvel's like, oh, by the way, they've been there the entire time. Yeah. And there's proof. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. There's a, <laughs> we see them in a couple of things. The Ten Rings is obviously in the first mm-hmm. Iron Man. It's in the third Iron Man. Um, the weapon mm-hmm. sale in Ant-Man yep. has a guy from the Ten Rings. Um, there's obviously that, that short about Trevor Slattery in prison where, where the guy who's interviewing him is actually a member of the 10 rings representing the real Mandarin, which is the first taste of, Oh shit. It's not just a title. That's amazing. It's a guy. Um, I, I can't wait for this movie. I love that that's coming to fruition. They had this like throwaway, like buy the DVD and get this like special. And like, not a lot of people remember it, but (laughs) it's quality lore quality so, lore that's that's how you build it these little things here and there that you like evolves into something more into its own movie yeah also yeah. um martial arts movie yeah i'm a hundred percent on board Hell especially yeah, with how martial arts movies have been done in the past couple of years with things like john wick mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know the raid I've, you well, gotta bring up both of them but like it's not unlike marvel either because like i think what marvel has done so successfully is that the superhero genre has subgenres now for the MCU. So they haven't really had a kung fu movie subgenre no. yet. Or a horror movie. Right. I think that's that's really what they're right. doing. They're they're that trying to get their every corner of the yeah. film market. Good for them. Dude, I love Absolutely. it too. Yeah, like you got Doctor Strange going to be horror, you've got this, you got your like your martial arts movie, you've got your your other <laughs> family movies. sitcom with WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, I, I, I love everything about this. Uh, Simu Lu is the guy who is going to be playing uh, Shang-Chi, and he's, yeah. he's just so ecstatic. And uh, Tony Tony Lung is going to be playing the Mandarin. I love how, how Simu Lu was just like, yo, it's incredible how, like, I, I the story of this whole thing, I've been wanting to, you know, be able to represent, like, my community, the Asian community, you know, in a way where I can inspire other people. So him being, like, on this big stage on Marvel, like, showing, like, younger, you know, like, uh, uh, Asian people that they can just aspire to be certain things not pigeonholed into certain roles that they were like you know yeah you know yeah. into hollywood uh you know like like every, everyone's getting theirs you know like uh marvel's just like yo we see these movies making money crazy rich asians mm, they made so much money <laughs> we gotta get something like that going what do it's we have time we to have? bring in amadeus cho man yeah man it's like, time you know, do an incredible man. hercules no. movie mm, bro they, they can make that oh. money oh yeah yeah I was, th- I was thinking you were gonna say hulk no, no, I much prefer Amadeus Cho teaming with Hercules instead of yeah. the totally awesome Hulk. Although it's not, it's fun either way. But I'm I, just saying, I love him as movie. as do it, yeah, do it. Next just movie, Dax Shepard as the captain. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dax Shepard as the captain, Alan Tudyk as uh, Machine Man. That's perfect. We already have Captain Marvel in there. Yep. Rambo. You need then, you need Boom Boom. I'm forgetting. Oh, what the hell's her name? We saw her in Ultimate Alliance three, and I was like, I forgot who that is. And Elsa Bloodstone. Bloodstone. Yeah. Get her. But in who there. would you I cast? Know I don't know. Some someone British. <laughs> British. <laughs> He's like, I don't, know, I don't give a shit. Where <laughs> we can fit the role. Yeah. 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 Un- I'm gonna say unknown, unknown British actress. Yeah. Boom. You're welcome. Unknown British actress. Was there anything else that we missed? Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of known, uh, we don't know too much about this, but the yeah. Loki series. Oh yeah, yeah. But basically, uh, when in Endgame, when Loki picked up the Tesseract, when that heist got busted, Tony Stark's hubris, mm-hmm. um, he went into Disney Plus, and he's going to have a series <laughs> yeah. where he had no growth. So it's uh, old Loki, old school Loki. I don't so like that. There's that. I will only like that if is if old Loki is actually new Loki, and that he just like brought he himself. faked his death again. He faked. So like this is what he did, right? <laughs> At the end of Avengers, in Endgame, he gets the Tesseract and poofs away. And then he goes on some adventures and grows as a character, and then he poofs back in for Thor 2. No. And then he, he goes all poofs that, back he in poofs away. again or, again for Young Avengers. No, he, <laughs> I don't know. Just he's not dead. Just give me that. It's, it's one of those things where it's like you're, you like Loki because of the growth, not, not just because of Tom Hiddleston's performance, but because of the growth of the character and you followed his whole arc from beginning to end and yeah. you actually liked him at the end of all that. And I think a lot of that actually has, does have to do with Taika Waititi's take on Loki. But if you're taking away all that growth, you just have villain Loki from Avengers. Yeah. And that's not like interesting. He's burdened with glorious purpose, though. <laughs> Not oh man! Enough. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they're they're getting uh, like to, to Tom Hiddleston. You know, like they're they're not doing that. Oh, Disney Plus, uh, they're gonna it's gonna be a different kind of flavor with uh, some other actor or whatever. No, they're like we got yeah. the real people, which is good. I do like that. Yeah, yeah. and just, yeah. speaking of the real people, this uh, what if series? Oh, this this is yeah. animated, right? Yeah, yeah. So those don't know what if it's gonna be. It's it's gonna be uh, an animated series, but with the actual MCU actors voicing. Their characters. The web series is is uh, uh, you know what if there are heroes in different roles like in San Diego Comic Con apparently they showed uh, what if Tom Holland Spider Man was actually Hawkeye. 
Also, what if Haley Atwell, uh, Peggy Carter, was Captain America? Great. And it's all going to be animated and all with the actual. So Tom Holland's going to voice himself as Tom Holland. Haley Atwell's going to voice Peggy and so on and so forth. That seems like a really. That Tom Holland as Hawkeye one seems like a really dumb way to start. Like, <laughs> like hey, we don't like, know if it's no, a way to start, yeah, like, but no it's, offense, it's one of the but, ones they made. You know, your, your classic what ifs, like, yeah, what if Peggy Carter was Captain America? That's a total. That's a totally good one. Like, there are other ones where, like, you know, what, what if, if the Uncle Avengers ben never, never formed? What if Captain America yeah. was never unfrozen? You know, stuff like that. What if Mr. Fantastic was Dr. Doom? What if Mr. Fan- well, yeah, or The Thing was Dr. Doom. Like, you yeah. know, stuff like that. But what yeah. if Spider-Man was actually Hawkeye? That's a that's a real stretch. Like, the, the fun of what like if is that there's thing. always a level of, like, weird believability yeah. to it. You know, like, what if somebody else got bit by the radioactive spider? Ooh. Wasn't there one where is what if Aunt May was Galactus? Uh, what? What if Aunt May was the Herald of Galactus? Yes, that's what it was. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. dope. Yeah. So weird. Yeah, there's also one where she becomes Iron Man or the Golden Oldie. It's fun. What? Listen, what if has been going on since it's always been a wild ride. And yeah. th- there's no amount of, of story that they can do. And what I love in particular is, you know, uh, yeah. translating yeah, from yeah. comics to movie or yeah. comics to animated, there's a lot that you can do in an animated scenario that you can't necessarily do. Well, I would say that you couldn't do in live action, but then I saw Endgame and anything's fucking possible now. But uh, it's much easier to get all these characters and stuff in one place um, than it would be to shoot on a set. And you can definitely turn That's it out fair. a lot faster yeah. with a studio doing all the all the work behind the scenes. I'm I'm just really hoping that each different tale has a different animation style, a lot Ooh, like um, Love, it. Death, and Robots, mm. like something like that. I mean, you, they don't have to be super long, but the, I think the production quality does have to be up there, and they do have to be different. Oh yeah, definitely. Also, like Animatrix, another mm. good example of that, because like not the same art style is not going to feel right for everything in there. No. Yeah. Right. So there's that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's weird things with uh, <laughs> feeling Hawkeye. I mean, Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop, female Hawkeye. Hawkeye being kind of a schlub who doesn't really know how to live on his own. Yeah, so so this one is going to be Hawkeye uh, teaching a younger woman how to be Hawkeye. And uh, it's going to also involve him as Ronin, where he ran off the rails. Uh, and that's... Uh, Killing drug dealers and all kinds the, of stuff. The, yep, that's the pretty o- much all we know so far. So only, who cares? I don't know. I mean, the only thing about Hawkeye is they can't really do... Or they did in the comics with this character because mm-hmm. he's married and has kids. Yeah, but he like, can't whole, just be this like like doofus bachelor. Yeah, like the whole cool thing in the comics was he just literally had this shitty apartment in a shitty part of town. And but like a great this, dog. The great dog. These ridiculous things just started happening. Like the mafia attacks him full force. And <laughs> well, they, well, they live in his like, apartment building. This guy? <laughs> it's, it's like it's really funny it's really interesting it's really entertaining but they can't do that with how they built this hawkeye yeah this is probably going to be based on the chip zadarsky yeah hawkeye run which is not great. i mean there's a charm to that they called it hawk guy hawk guy hawk guy hawk guy i would like to listen if they do a bunch of stuff just give me an episode about hawkeye in the circus hmm I just want that to be part of his origin story. Like, I'm fine with Hawkeye being a S.H.I.E.L.D. guy and a Black Ops guy, which they really just lifted from Ultimates, but whatever. Like, give me some circus origins. Like, that's part of his his charm as a character overall is that, you know, like, yes, he's kind of a, a goof, and yeah, he's the archer, like, oh, he's useless, but it's also like... 
living as a circus guy is a tough life. And, you know, this guy is totally capable of leading the Avengers, too. Yeah. Mm. So I got a lot of feelings about Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> and, and finally, there are some mentions of Phase Five, which I think yeah. people, people really kind of want to hear about, if I'm being honest. I know, right? Like, Kevin mm-hmm. Feige's like, well, we don't have time to mention these things. And he's just like, the Fantastic Four. It's like, wait, what, dude? Huh? And the X-Men. He, he, yeah. actually, he actually said, you know, and those mutants. And people are like, what? X-Men, I just said it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, I know we talked about Blade, but Blade is going to be part of Phase Five, not Phase Four. Yeah. Everyone's pretty clear on that, even though they already have, like, the blade casted that's all they got i feel like yeah right and he also said yeah well you know it's a passion project for ali like mm-hmm. the only reason it's getting made is because he's like i want to make a blade movie sure yeah, yeah. so yeah. Oh, so we, we have all of that great stuff to look forward to and maybe phase five we get another avengers movie maybe but then yeah. notice they didn't really talk about black panther 2 no, yeah. no Captain Marvel two. No Captain Marvel two. I mean, can if no. I can mention that it's it's coming, but but like not Phase four. No, no, phase yeah, he, he didn't I think say I, like that. a lot of people, including myself, thought that was going to be Phase four mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, because Spider Man got a follow up. Well, Spider Man was still Phase three. Spider Man is the is end it? Of, oh yeah, I guess it's the very the last Phase three. Yeah. So yeah, Phase four is just for the most part fresh new faces no guardians three announced no guardians. although no, we no, knew no, no, that, that was going to happen anyways because the suicide squad suicide squad because poopy squad <laughs> yeah james Gunn's like i'm doing this first and then i'm taking care of them guardians yeah he's yeah. like you guys try to fuck me over fine i'll take your money <laughs> he's like you money. fuck on me <laughs> <laughs> i will show you yeah. so do you guys have any anything stand out from from this san diego comic-con that you really were like you were really excited for like i need that in my life and i'm glad that i tuned into san diego i mean just i mean as much as i love all these announcements not really like it's all great stuff but it's not really besides female thor not anything that i didn't think was already going to happen multiverse of madness got an eyebrow raise out of me interesting which it takes a lot to do that yeah like i'd be like oh okay. i'm I'm also very curious about who keanu reeves is going to play in the mcu because Mm. he's going to be in there yeah i feel like they've already announced that but they keep asking him a lot of people thought that for sure he's going to be in eternals that's what a lot of people were saying that at least that i was reading on the internet but that's yeah please no no I'm, i'm thinking moon knight a lot of people Whoa. are thinking Moon Knight. Yeah. A lot of people are thinking Submariner. A lot of people are thinking mm-hmm. Silver Surfer. I saw one yesterday yeah. that made me be like, yeah. Yeah, what's that? Craven the Hunter in Spider-Man 3. Did, so did you see Boss Logic's uh, art for Craven? Yes. Yeah. Because I, I I like it a lot and it works. I have mixed feelings on it. But he's saying, like, like the rumor or whatever he is, like, proposing is that Craven is actually from a lost tribe of Wakanda, and that was just uh, banned because they were just too crazy. So he's actually Wakandan and has, like, fucking adamantium shit, and that's how he can take on Spider-Man. And play, play by the guy who played the Bushmaster in Luke Cage. Yeah. I was like, I'm down for that. Yes. <laughs> that whole concept. So he was saying officially unconfirmed, but a source, and yeah. Boss Logic is, is, like, basically in the industry now, yeah. um, was saying that I was like, yes, I'm down for that. guy who played Bushmaster... Uh, he's a Wakandan, like a fringe Wakandan, and he's hunting yeah. Spider-Man. And the it just makes sense, dude. It, the, it, so yeah, imagine because yeah. I mean, I mean, like especially like uh, with this version of Spider-Man we have now that has all this Stark tech. Like, what can go up again? What, what, how can Kirby the Hunter possibly, in a classic story, hunt Spider-Man? Wakandan with Wakandan yeah. tech. 
Yes. You got to figure too. It doesn't. He's going to be like Stalker from Batman Beyond. Ooh. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. You got to figure it doesn't deviate too far from Craven because he traditionally hunts characters with animal, um, kind of like Morlin almost, like with animal. Uh, yeah, animal motifs. Or, uh, motifs or whatever. And you could easily just say because most of the tribes of Wakanda are based off of an animal of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. So you could just say that, oh, yeah, he was hunting these guys because of that. And then he they got outcasted. So then he just started going after people who kept those animal motifs. And then Spider-Man's up next. Yeah. Man. And then Falcon. <laughs> yeah. so, you are a bird. <laughs> 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 and with so, that, that's all the time we have for this issue of the Bad Cody Funky Podcast. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank everyone who's been tuning in each and every week and listen to us on Spotify and iHeartRadio, uh, on Google Play, everywhere you can listen to a podcast. It's our great pleasure to talk about all these things that we love and more inside mm-hmm. of Geek Entertainment. On this episode, we had Booster Greg. Hey. We had TV's Casey. and i'm sergio thank you guys for tuning in we do this for fun we do this for you and we'll see you later or we'll see you another time